At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Of the nightcap here on VEASAN alongside former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, Sean King. I am Tim Murray. It's always nice to come back on air, Sean, and see your bet officially lose. The (laughs) over has hit in the top in the first five of the Castillo-Otani showdown. So I don't have to watch this game anymore. I can pivot to uh, our next guest uh, who does uh, great work for 1010XL, which is a, a proud affiliate of ours and uh, we love being on his show so uh we appreciate him coming on uh with us Hayes Carlion joins us right now that's Hayes C-A-R-L-Y-O-N on Twitter Jags reporter for 1010XL also catch him uh from 3 to 6 p.m eastern on 1010XL Hayes uh we'll start with the the most obvious thing when it comes to the Jacksonville Jaguars the head coaching position and uh the change that has been made Urban Meyer out and now Super Bowl champion Doug Peterson in. Uh, what have you seen? What have the players talked about? How different is it right now down in Duval County with Doug Peterson in charge and Urban Meyer no longer? Yeah, gentlemen, it's great to be with you. Uh, it's it's a 180. I mean, it, it truly is. Uh, Urban Meyer was brought in with a lot of fanfare. I thought it was a good hire. He won 85% of his games in college and you know, talked about how he'd studied the NFL for a year and then he arrived and it was pretty obvious early on that that was a Ponzi scheme and he didn't really <laughs> know how the league worked, didn't know how to relate to players and, uh, and, and really didn't know what he was getting himself into. And it, and it showed the offense had really no creativity, a lot of stagnation and the players uh, tuned him out pretty early on. And uh, Doug Peterson has just brought in such uh, a, a sense of normalcy. It, it's not, you know, I think Doug Peterson is, is a good coach. Obviously, he's, he's, he's achieved the, the biggest thing you can achieve in the NFL. He's won a Super Bowl, but it's just the normalcy and the professionalism that, that he's brought. Uh, I do like his scheme. I think it suits Trevor Lawrence well, uh, but you could tell that there was a healing process that they had to undergo, and, and even Doug acknowledged that. I think they've they've really uh, you know I think they've really found something in Doug Peterson. I think the players do uh, believe that that he's the right guy, and you know so I, I think all that uh, is in the past now with Urban Meyer, and you know now you just hope that 
there's enough talent there for Doug Peterson to be able to win. But uh, the Jaguars, it took a long time, probably took longer than it, uh, it should have. But I think the Jaguars uh, owner, Shad Khan, was very fortunate that Doug Peterson was still available when he was ready to finalize his search. And I think, I think Doug Peterson, I mean, he's the most accomplished coach the Jaguars have ever hired. You know, Tom Coughlin was the coach at Boston College when the franchise started. Jack Del Rio, Gus Bradley were, uh, you know, assistant coaches, coordinators. They'd never really been a head coach. Doug Marone had been a head coach, but not for very long and not, you know, with any great success. Uh, and Urban Meyer had never done it in the NFL. So Doug Peterson is the most accomplished coach the Jaguars have ever hired, and so far, so good. Uh, hey, as you mentioned talent, uh, talk to me about some guys that, that you know, maybe – People around the country that that aren't as locked into every day in training camp can kind of gain or garner some evaluation from you through Travis Etienne uh, last year. I think he was a second first round pick for you guys, if I'm not mistaken. That's correct. Uh, missed last year due to injury. If you just look at the surface and the stats from the first preseason game, not great. But where is he from a health standpoint? How has he looked so far in training camp? Yeah, Sean, he, uh, he surprised me coming off the Liz Frank, uh, which was suffered about a, a year ago today, uh, because he was able to participate in the off-season program, look good, and it's carried over. He's had an outstanding training camp. Uh, he definitely uh, had a misleading stat line the other night because he hit the hole early and got a, a nice 12-yard run. Then he sort of, you could tell, like, the speed of the game and acclimating, you know, there's a process there. He tried to you know, turn something into, you know, nothing into something and, and lost uh, considerable yardage twice. Doug Peterson after the game said, you know, that's something that he's just going to have to figure out. We're going to have to coach him on. So, uh, you know, if he just takes the, the one-yard loss there instead of the five-yard loss by trying to make something happen, you know, his stat line would have looked a lot better. But, uh, but he's been great, uh, catches the ball well out of the backfield, obviously has that great relationship with Trevor Lawrence from their days at Clemson. Uh, so Travis Etienne, I think, is going to have a big year. Uh, if he can stay healthy, I think he can come in at 1,400 yards of total offense. I think he's going to be the back uh, that gets uh, the bulk of the carries over James Robinson. Uh, so I think Travis Etienne yeah, can absolutely have a year where, you know, he runs for 900 and catches for six or you know 500, 600. Uh, on the other side of the ball, Trayvon Walker, of course, everybody – you know, kind of assumed when the college football season ended, Aiden Hutchinson would be a Jaguar. They decided to go with the Georgia, you know, uh, defensive lineman instead. How has he been? And I know Devin Lloyd, your your other early pick, has a slight hamstring injury. But before that, how have those two young rookies, you know, looked so far in training camp? Yeah, I didn't like the Trayvon Walker pick. I loved the Devin Lloyd pick, but I quickly came around on the Trayvon Walker pick once I saw him. Uh, because he's just different. He's just a, an unbelievable athlete. Uh, I've covered the Jaguars since 2013. They've had a top five pick in almost every one of those years. And other than Trayvon Walker, there's only been one other player they've ever drafted since I've been on the beat that I, the first time I saw him, I said, that guy is just different. And it was Jalen Ramsey. Hmm. Uh, different position, but Trayvon Walker, the first time I saw him, I, I, I'd, I'd never seen anything like it. I mean, his frame, his length, his speed, his size uh, is just extraordinary for an outside linebacker. And it has shown up. He has done really well, had a sack against the Raiders in the Hall of Fame game, and had another really strong rush in which he was called for roughing the quarterback because his hands got a little high, but the rush was good. And then this uh, 
uh, pass game against Cleveland, made a nice tackle on third down to force a punt, uh, drew a ho- uh, holding penalty. So he has been very disruptive. I, you know, who knows if he'll be able to finish plays. Uh, as a rookie, we've seen you know elite players need a year to to you know really get the sack total going, but he looks like he is going to be at least disruptive uh, right out of the gate. So uh, you know he really looks good. Devin Lloyd, like you said, we haven't gotten a chance to see. Uh, he was great in OTAs, but obviously that's that's no contact. Uh, I anticipate that he's going to return to uh, full contact, if not. Uh, later this week than certainly by next week. So he is projected to be ready for the opener at Washington. And, uh, and he, he, everybody's incredibly excited about Devin Lloyd. So, uh, so we'll see, but it certainly appears like the defensive acquisitions that the team made uh, appear like they're going to pay off. We're talking once again to uh, Hayes Carlion uh, from 1010XL, the Jaguars reporter, also co-host of their afternoon drive show. Uh, I want to circle back to the rookies here in just a moment, but I'd be remiss not to mention the guy who was selected number one overall last year in Trevor Lawrence. Uh, certainly uh, a roller coaster ride of a first year, 12 touchdowns, 17 picks, sacked 32 times uh, this offseason. You know, the Jags go out and they get Brandon Sheriff uh, from Washington. He comes down uh, on a Big money contract. They drafted a center in the third round. It looks like a plug-and-play guy there. And then, you know, gave uh, Cam Robinson that extension. So, uh, so far uh, for Trevor Lawrence, you know, what has been, you know, what's been kind of the the, the tone of his? And what are your expectations of, of Lawrence entering that uh, so- sophomore campaign with the Jags? Yeah, they're incredibly high, and and I, you know, I apologize for being so positive on everything because I'm not trying to sell the Jaguars as a <laughs> 11 win team or anything. But uh, but I do think in terms of the guys that we've talked about uh, early on, it it's looked good. Trevor, I have absolutely no doubt about. Um, you know, the it, last year was a debacle with everything that was going on around him. He handled it very well. The good news is he he didn't get hurt, played in every game. Uh, start obviously start every game and played his best in the finale when they upset the Colts. Uh, and and I think he's done a great job of sort of flushing the stuff that went wrong and uh, being able to take the the few things that were positive and really apply it to this year. And he's a great fit with Doug Peterson. Um, so that that's really been night and day for Trevor. I, I don't think the the supporting cast around him is still on the level that it should be. It's not on the level of what you know, a lot of other very good to elite starting quarterbacks have, but it's better. I mean, they, they've added Christian Kirk, Bay Jones. Those guys have had really strong camps. Uh, they've added Evan Ingram at tight end, who certainly at least gives them an explosive element at that position that they haven't had. So it's better than it was last year. I don't, I still don't know if it's fantastic, but I expect Trevor Lawrence with Doug Peterson's guidance to uh, absolutely have a strong second year, you know, where he's somewhere around, 31 total touchdowns and, you know, 10 or 11 picks somewhere in there, which after last year's stat line, like, like you referenced, would be a dramatic, dramatic increase. Hey, uh, before we let you run, we got about a minute, so let's get to that season win total. It sounds like, uh, yeah, 16-1 and one, uh, for the Jaguars. Right. No. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the boys in the desert here have set that number at 6.5, uh, you know, schedule right around league average, maybe a slightly easier than league average. Uh, so in the final minute, break down what you expect this year from the Jags coming off the three and 14 season last year. 
If I had to bet it, I'd go over. But I mean, I think it's close. I think they're a seven and ten team. I think you know maybe if things go well, eight nine. Uh, if they have a lot of attrition, they'll come in under. Uh, but but I think because of what they've been able to do defensively, you know, adding Trayvon Walker, Devin Lloyd, Foley Fatakasi, Foye Aluakan, uh, Darius Williams at the nickel. I, I think I think defensively they have a chance to go from awful to average, and I think offensively offensively they have a chance to go from awful to subpar. So I, I think that because of all that, I think they can come in at about seven or eight wins. I wouldn't love to bet either way, but if I had to bet it, I'd bet the over. Can you call our friends in Detroit and just reiterate exactly what you just said? <laughs> <laughs> a little more to a little more optimism there, Hayes. Great stuff. We great always stuff, appreciate uh, the uh, the love down in uh, in uh, Jacksonville as well. Great talking with you guys. Have a wonderful night. There he is, Hayes Carline. More on the Jags next. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of 100 thousand dollars in total cash prizes head to draftkings.com slash heineken now to start your run at victory heineken beer made better 21 and over only terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply see draftkings.com for details thanks again to hayes carlion from 1010 xl for his insight on the jacksonville jaguars as we uh Continue our summer conditioning this I like week. Him. We taking taking a look at the AFC South. Yeah, because he was positive, reasonable, but reasonable. Yeah, yeah. I wonder where all that Detroit fans are. We we gotta we gotta <laughs> tape that interview and, and send it to them. <laughs> well, just wait. They have another uh, propaganda. It's hard knocks show. tonight. Uh, Tuesday night. Tuesday tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. So we got uh, another uh, big show. Uh, there's you know for a team that went three and fourteen last year, there's a lot of things that I'm. Uh, intrigued about with the Jacksonville Jaguars heading into uh, 2022. As mentioned, their win total sitting at six and a half uh, here at uh, Circa. It's uh, even money to the over, minus 120 to the under. And, you know, it's going to be a young team. They're 0-2, by the way. They start at home. Oh, in the preseason? Yeah. What? 
As a former NFL player, are you really taking a look at the preseason? I mean, some teams, the preseason is not that big a deal. When you went 3-14 and 14 the year before, everything matters. They're 0-2. Didn't the Detroit Lions go undefeated the year they went winless? I just say it for some teams it matters and some it doesn't. So was that worry you? Yeah. If I was Doug Peterson and was inheriting a team that went 3-14, and 14, I'd make winning a priority, whether it be – Individual drill, whether it be team period, you know, whether it be preseason, like you have to create a winning culture. Well, I'm not saying that's the end all be all. I'm just saying I like to see Jacksonville come out in one of these preseason games, you know, with more points than the other team. I and mean, what they scored in the first week against against the Raiders. The Hall of Fame game is the most worthless. I just preseason. asked what they, they scored. scored eleven. Eleven. They come back the following week and score thirteen. Scored all 13 in the first half. Right? I know. And I'm just saying, an environment where all these games are going over, and they seem to be really allergic to putting the ball across the, the goal line. Well, scoring 13 points in the first half, I would say, is is fine, considering that's when the starters were out there. But I, I for one, I'm not going to. I did think Trevor Lawrence did some really good things. So I want to get to Trevor Lawrence. He looks really talented. So Trevor Lawrence heading into the draft in 2021, mm-hmm. it was it was not even a question he would be the number one overall pick. Really since the day he took over the starting job for Kelly Bryant at Clemson, it was that guy's going to be the number one pick whenever he comes out. Ultimately he was. Because of last year, it almost feels like, Sean, and maybe I'm off base, but it feels like people are just, overlooking Trevor Lawrence, you know, have, have almost written him off. And, you know, last year was a disaster on, on many fronts down there in Jacksonville. But I want to go back to your evaluation of Trevor Lawrence coming into the, into the NFL from the draft class. Was he your best quarterback in that 2021 draft class? And can you read a lot from a 12-touchdown, 17-pick rookie campaign? Well, I thought Trevor Lawrence had the highest floor. Okay. Because I think just from a raw ability standpoint, he's got an elite skill set. Multiple years of elite production at Clemson. I mean, if you're going to nitpick, you could say his two worst games were two of their two biggest games. So you don't love to see that. But you knew, you know, he has the arm talent. He has the athleticism, especially for a guy – you know, his size, I don't think he gets no credit for how good of an athlete he is. My biggest question mark, Tim, was how can he handle adversity? Because they're so insulated at Clemson. It's just the program, the way that Dabble runs it, they don't get exposed to a lot of negativity, negativity, a lot of bad energy. And could he have had to deal with more issues in year one than he did last year with Urban Meyer and the way that thing fell apart? So I gained a lot of respect for him. I think in the, ultimately – Last year is going to make him a stronger uh, person. It's going to make him a better quarterback having to go through it. I'm high on Trevor Lawrence. You know, I, he, when you watch that game, like he makes some throws that not many guys can make. Now, I don't think the pieces around him are perfect. So I think you're going to still see a high number of interceptions, a high number of mistakes because he's got to try and make it happen. He's not in one of these ready-made you know, situations where they have elite personnel around him. He's got to go out. He's got to be the best player. He's got to elevate everything around him for Jacksonville to be successful. So in trying to do that, he's going to mess up some, but I'm high on Trevor Lawrence. So let's get to those weapons around him. So his uh, his college teammate, we talked about it, uh, Travis Etienne, missed all of last year with a Liz Frank injury. 
James Robinson had 767 yards on the ground, eight touchdowns. But, you know, in speaking to uh, Hayes Carline just a moment ago, the expectation is that Travis Etienne is going to be the guy. It's good to have two of them. This year. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. And Etienne um, is a really quality pass catcher out of the backfield. You've got Marvin Jones, Zay Jones. They spent a lot of money on Christian Kirk. LaVisca Chenault is still on that roster. They went out and they got Evan Ingram. So looking at the weapons, and I also think Snoop Connor, I actually like that selection. They, they traded up a little bit to get Snoop Connor, the running back out of Ole Miss, you know, kind of a bigger bodied guy. Maybe he gets some goal line touches, you know, just a, a third, your third back. You could have a lot less third backs, in my opinion, than, than a guy like Snoop Connor. So I agree, not elite, but certainly improved. Who, when you look at the the, the skill position players around mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence, who excites you? Who do you think helps elevate him to a, to another level? No, no, none of them. Really? Yeah. Even ETN? I mean, well, it's an unknown yeah. with ETN. Uh, I think he, you like his skill set, as you mentioned. A guy that can catch the ball out of the backfield was very explosive at Clemson. Um, great, you know, in the open field and making guys miss. I was talking more of the receiving core because when you say Christian Kirk, Marvin Jones, Zay Jones, familiar names. Mm-hmm. And as a fan, you feel really good if any of those guys is your third receiver or your fourth receiver. You don't feel good if any of those guys are your number one wide receiver. And I think when I look at Jacksonville and how much success they can have this year, that limits them. Because I don't think they have a lot of elite talent. Now, I think, you know, their overall roster is a little more talented than Chicago or, or Atlanta or Atlanta or even Detroit Houston? in a lot of ways. Their own line is not as good as Detroit's, but in a lot of ways, uh, uh, you know, they have better skill talent, in, in my opinion, or more proven skill talent, I should say. But but they don't have a lot of guys that excite you. Now, where you get excited is on the other side of the ball. Yeah. They have a chance to be salty. Josh Allen – one of the top 15, 20 players on defense in National Football League, in my opinion. You add Trayvon Walker and that elite, you know, those elite attributes. You know, you, you love get, Devin yeah, Lloyd. Yeah, I love Devin Lloyd. You know, uh, they, got, the they got Shaquille Griffin playing corner, who, who's been really good his time in Seattle. Now he's in Jacksonville. So, I mean, they have some guys, you know, on defense that make you say, you know, they had a chance to be pretty darn good. Yeah, and, and, and you know, one of the most bizarre results of the entire NFL season last year – to your point about the defense, was that game that they beat the Buffalo Bills. I mean, they bottled up the Bills in a 9-6 win. Twice. Didn't they have a lot of success both times against Bills? Oh, they only played them once. But, I mean, they they beat the Bills, and that was, you know, Josh Allen had a ton of sacks in that game. So now you bring in Trayvon uh, Walker on the other side, Devin Lloyd. You know, I like the kid they got out of Wyoming, Chad Muma. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was, you know... Depending on what you think of, you know, Dane Brugler, who breaks down prospects, he had Devin Lloyd as his top-rated linebacker, and he had Muma as his fourth-rated linebacker, and they got both of them. Um, so, you know, de- like you mentioned, Lloyd's dealing with a hamstring injury, but they might be a couple years away. I like the pieces that they're putting into place here, uh, especially defensively. I want to jump to the offensive line, though. So Trevor Lawrence was sacked 32 times last year. They re-signed Cam Robinson. Uh, coming off, uh, I think, a Pro Bowl year, or he's a Pro Bowl in the past. Um, They give him an extension. Brandon Sheriff comes in, a five-time Pro Bowler. He's now plugged in at right guard. They're going to have a rookie center, uh, Luke Fortner out of Kentucky, all first-team All-SEC. So he steps right in, is likely a plug-and-play. How much, with the addition of Sheriff, 
and bringing in a rookie center, which is always uh, maybe a bit of worrisome. How much better is that offensive well, line right now? 32 sacks is not that bad when you put it in context with the fact that Joe Burrow was sacked 70 times. That's true. So they did a decent job, but I think it speaks to the level of athleticism that uh, Trevor Lawrence has. He's going to get out of a lot of sacks. He's going to extend a lot of plays because, I mean, he's an elite athlete. If you rank the quarterbacks just on athletic ability, he's in the top 10. Yeah. I mean, he ran for, what, 300-plus yards last year? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's a guy that certainly can utilize his legs. You know, I think back to, what was that, the 2020 college football playoff? Was that his, the one where they came back and beat Ohio State? I mean, he used his legs in that game. That was the game where, in my opinion, I was like, that dude's going to be the number one overall pick someday. Hmm. So uh, we'll get a little more final thoughts on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Anything bettable, whether it be in the players of the, uh, you know, uh, awards market, over-under win totals, stat over-unders. We'll take a look at all of that to wrap up our thoughts on the Jacksonville Jaguars fresh off their 3-14 and 14 campaign a year ago. Come today. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Keep it rolling here on the Nightcap alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Keeping our eye on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Win total of six and a half. What do you think about that? Uh, I think they're improved, Sean. Um, you know, the schedule's manageable. You, know, you look at the, um, the rest situation. They play four teams coming off of a Thursday night game the prior week, so they'll be in a disadvantage in a bunch of those games. Um, they play the AFC West, which is not uh, great to deal with. I see four wins. You look at the start of the year. I see four wins. That's it. Yeah, I, I would I would no probably, way to get to seven wins on the schedule. I would probably lean towards the under. Um, I mean, they could be one in, what is that, week 11 they got the bye? They could be one in 10 going into the bye. Could be. I mean, outside of the Texans, I mean, they're going to be underdogs. Giants. They're going to be underdogs in almost all those games. I think they'll be. They'll probably be a home favorite against the Giants. Maybe. Uh, I mean, depending on how the year goes, Giants certainly a lot of questions about them. Uh, but yeah, the challenge, the, the schedule to start. You've got the Commanders uh, win total what eight, eight and a half. Uh, the Colts. You, the Colts at home. At the Chargers. At the Eagles. Yeah, it's a challenge to start the season. They're home to the Texans, so they're favored against the Texans in week five. Then they're back. They play the Colts really Twice. Yeah, in the early. first six weeks. Yeah, so uh, for the Colts, anyone who has a Colts future, we'll talk more Colts, uh, obviously, Oof. later this week. Uh, team yeah, that I, I don't have, see it. I have a ticket to win. So What is it? Is it juice to the under? What does that say? Juice to it? the under, yeah. So minus, uh, minus 130. Uh, minus 130 at DraftKings. You know, always look around. You can find a little less juice here at uh, Circuit. It's minus 120. Uh, so you, you, Is there any way that allows you to parlay win totals? Mm-mm. No. Mm. That would be the way to do it if you could find, you know, if they'd allow you. I mean, you could go alt win total. there's some guarantees. You could go five and a half under if you think they're. No, I mean, but you could put Jacksonville, Atlanta, and the Bears together. The one I wanted to do was uh, when you could do it. There's still, I think DraftKings still has it in college. If 
I could do it with Alabama and Ohio State both over ten and a half, but uh, that's uh, not not allowed. All right, let's just uh, let's I'm go put to a, Jeff and see if they can create it. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. It might. No. You never know to yes. You can ask, and they'll I'm sure say no. Because uh, it's kind of a correlated thing, right? You know, all those win totals put together. About to text my guy. You can text him right now. He'll say no. Hey, you can, you can trust try. you. You might be trying to jump down there before me. Why? What are you talking about? And get the bet in before. Before what? Bet what? All right. While you text, this is quality, you know, live programming. While you text, um, I want to. I want to stick with the rookies. So we talked a little bit about offensive rookie of the year. Two of the top candidates to win defensive rookie of the year are on the Jaguars roster. You've got Trayvon Walker, who is uh, third in the odds behind Aiden Hutchinson and Kayvon Thibodeau. Uh, same odds at DraftKings as Kyle Hamilton in Baltimore to win rookie of the year on the defensive side, 8-1 to one there. And then you go a little bit further down, you've got Devin Lloyd. Now, Devin Lloyd, he's interesting because he's been hurt, so you haven't seen him yet. Um, but at 15-1, to one, I, I think Devin Lloyd's a, an interesting one because... You know, look, Aiden Hutchinson, Kayvon Thibodeau, Trayvon Walker, are they going to pick up those sacks? That's what's going to get them the award. Kyle Hamilton could be a guy that could pick up a ton of interceptions, uh, make some big plays in the uh, secondary. Obviously, Sauce Gardner there with the Jets as a starter. Quay Walker certainly has gotten some buzz there in Green Green Bay. But Devin Lloyd was a guy that you really liked uh, coming out of Utah. I don't like hamstrings. Yeah. It's always tricky. How much does that worry you? A lot. Yeah. Just because you never know, and, and everyone's so different. And when a hamstring becomes a lingering issue, like it really erodes your confidence. You're afraid to really open up and try and get to full speed. And just, I'd rather he had an ankle or something like that. The hamstring worries me, and it looks like he's probably not going to get any preseason action. So, you know, his first NFL action is going to be in the regular season. It's not an ideal situation. What Trayvon about- Walker, like you say, all those D line, it's going to be about total number of sacks. But I'll say this: he's the kind of freakish athlete that can make some plays that could elevate him in, in that pursuit of, of defensive rookie of the year. You know, he falls in coverage, gets some kind of interception, or runs down. You know, a wide receiver running back from the back, like like he has like that flash potential because I mean he, he has freakish athletic ability. How much does it help that Josh Allen is on the other side? It helps a lot because you got the offense is going to identify where Josh Allen is and come with a plan and negate him. So you'll get some one on ones. You know, the most surprising thing for me with that whole list of Jacksonville, how is Trevor Lawrence shorter odds to win NFL MVP than my guys Wentz and Trubisky? <laughs> Trevor was only eighty to one. I don't know. Trubisky didn't. Wentz is a hundred, and Trubisky's what three hundred. Aaron said. Uh, yeah, you can find him at uh, at the Westgate for three hundred to one. Yeah, we'll pull a little something on those. <laughs> Sorry, you like. Well, I told you, I will, I will get you a Phil Steele, and instead of paying me, <laughs> put your twenty bucks on uh, on Carson Wentz to win uh, win MVP. So there you go. Um, all right, so oh, oh, so my guy, you get mad at me for texting, but I get value information that people okay. could know. You can parlay team win totals. Really, one NCAA 
with one NFL. That's oh. it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to work on that. We'll have to figure Appreciate out. Appreciate it. Shout out to my guy, JB, man. Jeff so, Benson in the building. So once you again, text and you know, get an answer right back. And once again, I was right because you can't parlay. It's a crossbar parlay. Well, all I said was can you parlay win totals. I didn't specify. I mean, so I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm saying it's not like I specifically asked can you. So so let's think about that then. If that's a, what's your, 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 your favorite NFL win total? What's your favorite – College football win total. Maybe that's how you get your Bama over or Ohio State well, I over. Think, I think here at Circa, all they're they've set both um, uh, both Ohio State and Bama to eleven or eleven and a half. So I wouldn't play either one of those. I would play the juice ten and a half, which is available at DraftKings. Um, my favorite win total in the NFL. Hmm. What do they have the Cowboys at? Hmm. Cowboys under a volatile team. I wouldn't get involved in anything. Cowboys that could go either way. You said you like their alt win total under. Yeah, but injuries are starting to pop up everywhere. Yeah, for them too. Um, the Cowboys right now, and you could play. You know, you could do alt uh, win totals. The Cowboys right now, it's. Uh, over-under is 10, juiced to the over at minus 120. So even money to the under. I don't have to think about it. What? I mean, I don't see them losing eight games. I'll be honest. I mean, Dak Prescott's still top half of the league quarterback. Division's tougher? C.D. Lamb, I mean, he's he's a He's going to do it all by talented. himself? Nah, but I mean, come on. This is not going to fall off a cliff here. You've completely changed your tune on them then. With the offensive line question marks, when we previewed them, when we did summer conditioning, you were. I don't think they're a legit on- contender to make any noise or like get in the playoffs and, and and shake something. At best, I think they have a mirror of their season last year with just a slightly worse record in the regular season. Get in the playoffs, lose. Everybody's frustrated. This time, Mike McCarthy probably will get fired. All right, let's do this. We'll, we'll table this. We'll take a look at some of our favorite win totals. We'll do that in the next segment. But I want to wrap up the Jaguars here. So you lean towards the under. Yes, heavily. Heavily lean towards the under. Under 6.5, which is uh, minus 120 here at Circa for the Jaguars. 3-14 and 14 last year. One, um, one thing that, that was brought up, and now you got to worry about injuries and all that, but you know, talking to Hayes Carlion just a moment ago, Travis Etienne, or Trevor, uh, Travis Etienne, his over/under on combined rushing and receiving yards is a thousand twenty-five. He was thinking fourteen hundred, huh? Yeah, I mean, that might be something. If he's the main guy, yeah. I would much rather hear. Here's what I'll say on that though: is I would much rather play the combined rushing and receiving yards than the just rushing yards of seven hundred and five. I, I think that that would be the route I would go. On a Jaguar bet, I would go over ETN rushing and receiving yards. I think he's going to be involved quite a bit. I can see that. Yeah. I mean, once again, he's coming off the Liz Frank injury, so you, you're worried about the. Seems durability. like he's been back though, based on what Hayes said. He said he 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 was at all the OTA days and everything, so yeah. it seems like he's been pretty healthy. All right, so that would be that would be my favorite play. You like the under on the Jags? I would I would I'll be a little more optimistic for the Jaguars. I'll go over ETN. I am being optimistic. They could double their win total from last year and still not hit the under. <laughs> hit the over, you mean? I mean the over, yeah. <laughs> All right. 
We'll, uh, we'll do a little exercise on the fly. Here at Circa, you can parlay a college and an NFL win total. We'll, uh, we'll poke around and see which one jumps out the most. We'll do that next right here on the night. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is the Nightcap here on VSIN alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Like, sometimes I like things, doing things on the fly. So we're going to. We're going to work our way through. We're going to talk through a, putting together something here uh, when it comes to a little cross-sport parlay for the season. And we got college football. we got NFL win totals out there, obviously. And I've got – I have zero win. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. total bets at at this point in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But I have four futures in divisions across the NFL. And I've got a handful of college football ones. So I'm trying to trying to debate which one I like the best. Obviously, you know, here at Circa, Ohio State's eleven, Alabama's eleven and a half. So you need undefeated seasons for both of those teams. So they, in my opinion, for this exercise would be out. Um but then there's a, a lot of opportunities over in the uh, in the NFL. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna ranks. go sit down and really think it through because <clears throat> I got some strong opinions. So go see what K State's total is. Give Miami's it to you right now. Miami's total. Kentucky's total. Kansas State at circa is seven. Oh, that might be the play. It's got to be juice to the over, right? It is minus one thirty-five to the over. Yeah, I was gonna say they're definitely winning eight games. What about um, Kentucky seven and a half? And Miami. Why are you so high on Miami? Because I love Tyler Van Dyke. Eight and a half for Miami. And I think Mario Cristobal is exactly what Miami needed. I, just, I think they're. I, I think Cristobal is. I don't know. We we do this every year, right? We did it with Randy Shannon. I don't feel like they've with, had a competent coach in a long time. I mean, I don't disagree with that. But we, how many times have we now? The way that they're recruiting right now, it, it feels. I want to say inevitable, but it feels like this is. This team's on the right trajectory uh, to get things going. Um, they got a great staff. And they're going to lose week three to Texas A&M. I don't agree with that. Really? Yep. 
All right. Cigar bet? We'll get closer to it. I mean, I think the ACC, to be honest, is, is probably down a little bit. Um, at Clemson, there'll be a dog. At Texas A&M, there'll well, be a dog. Well, if they get to that game and it matters, he'll have them fired up. Which one? Clemson? Yeah. yeah on but, November 19th, if, well, that, if I mean, that matters. They'll be fired up. If you're not fired up to go on the road to Clemson. Well, last time they got went, they got their butts kicked. Yeah. I think that was Trevor Lawrence and crew. All right, so Clemson is eight and a half, juice to the over. Clemson or Miami? Oh, Miami, excuse yeah. me, eight and a half. Do you want to do that with uh, – so you're, the three teams you like, Miami, eight and a half, Kansas State, seven, the push is possible, and then Kentucky, seven and a half. Which one do you want to throw in there? Who do you like in the NFL? What's your favorite? Is it the Jags under six and a half? Is it Falcons? I mean, so Kansas State was eight and five last year, and we upgraded at quarterback. Like that win total doesn't even seem right. Okay, then I mean they're open for business. They'll take your money. Yeah. So is that your favorite? I, I don't want to say it's my favorite. I want to. I want to look. I want to plug it in and see what what odds yeah. you can get right now. Because I like some other thing. I like USF over their win total. Game roll T. It's actually going to come through this year as well. <laughs> Yeah, you did that last year. I'd be interested in Central Florida's win total. I think Central Florida's got a really good team coming back. I think I might bet UCF to win the American. Wouldn't go against it. I wish Dylan Gabriel would have stayed, but I get why he left. I just don't love the quarterback situation there. You like the, Other than that, I like, you like I think the quarterback UCF situation really in good. South Florida? Well, we're going to find out. They just, Gary Bohannon now is the guy? Yeah. I mean, he looked good last year for Baylor. All right, so real quick. I hate losing McLean. By the way, I just just to, to plug this in for of Kansas State, Miami 8.5, and, and Kentucky 7.5, which one of those three would be your favorite? Kansas State. All right, so plug that in. It's over 7 there for Kansas State. And then let's go to the NFL. Do you, is your favorite? What's the Bears total? Bears mm-hmm. is six. And what's the Lions total? Six and a half. Lions under. All right, scroll down. Lions under is, you could do seven and a half juice minus 185, or you could do six and a half plus 115. Six and a half. All right, see what that would pay. I mean, I'm trying to see where... I don't, I don't see where seven wins are, is coming. I'm looking at this schedule. All right. Kansas State over seven paired with Lions under six and a half is plus 274, There we go. Sean. Yeah, there we there go. There you go. Yeah. Cooking with an elevated sense of self right there. I like that. And if you just did the alt instead, you did seven and a half, give yourself a little extra wiggle room it's still plus 168 mm. so you go lions under seven and a half and kansas state over seven and you're still plus 174 in the uh cross yeah, i'm a contrarian so i'm fading the lions all of this i i don't disagree with that energy on detroit i'm trying to think who would be my favorite so everybody's on chicago yeah, so I feel like that number where did it open at, and it didn't. It's already down, right? Uh, the Bears here are five, and I'll be honest with you, I saw like six. Excuse me, six. I actually wasn't all the way upset with the Bears' performance the other night. Like I saw some young guys that you know look like 
they had something to them. So I might not be as down on the Bears as as everyone else. I'm not saying that I think the Bears are defend, you know, competing for the division, but you know, some of those young guys, you know, Mooney and and, and crew at receiver, they're not terrible. Trying to think, maybe you know what I might do? Maybe Saints over eight and a half. Paired. I'm so scared of Jameis getting hurt. Yeah, I love that bet. I'm just like I don't know. You know how some guys are seen to be unlucky. Yeah, like starting to think maybe that's Jameis when it comes to this injury bug. If you're gonna tell me he stays healthy, I love the over there. All right, so if we did eight and a half over for Saints and your Kansas State, that's plus two thirteen. We're gonna make it happen. I gotta, I gotta figure out what's my because your guy Loxley. I already bet them over five and a half. Still can get that here at circa. I could put that in here. My hmm. biggest worry about Maryland in the over. Their defense is absolutely putrid, uh, but they got offense, man. They got tons of weapons, and that week three game is is kind of the the uh, differentiator, in my opinion, for for the Terps. What's to their total? Over. Five and a half. Five and well, a half. It was seven and six last year. Yeah, but remember they were six and six, so yeah. the bowl game doesn't count. Towards your win total. Um, so they were 6-6 six and six in the regular season. Well, they're going to start 3-0. and oh. The SMU game, they're only like a four-and-a-half-point favorite. SMU's it's got at home. I know. Well, so if, if SMU comes to Maryland and wins, then you can go and tear the ticket up That's anyway. what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I think Maryland should win that game. They'll be a favorite. They'll be a favorite in the first three games. Uh, they play. They get Rutgers to close out the season. You want them to, have, you want them to be at six before the bye. I'd be all right. It'd be tough trading if they're not at Wisconsin, at Penn State, Ohio State at home. Shiano and Rutgers always going to be tough. Nah. I'm just telling I you. I smoked them last year. Okay. Could do Georgia Tech under. They're terrible. Chip Long in there as their offensive coordinator played that one. <laughs> they're awful. Wasn't Chip at Tulane last year? Yeah. Uh. They hated him. All the players hated him. <laughs> if I go. Saints and Georgia Tech. Um, let's see what that was. plus two thirty. Saints over eight and a half. Georgia Tech under three and a half. <laughs> I'm gonna sit down and come up with a couple of these. I like it because I like some different, you know, things. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna do that. Tonight. I haven't bet the Saints over yet. So I'm gonna do that tonight. I was, the- I was gonna read the Phil Steel book that you're gonna give me since you're just gonna pick up another one from Albertsons. So I'll probably do that. I guess. And then I'll do the exact thing tomorrow. I got to get going. I'm a little bit behind. I like how you just decided I'm going to give it to you now. I simply. I mean, not even. Gave a suggestion. Not even a thank you. I just gave a suggestion. Not even like, you know, I Well, haven't you didn't say okay yet, so. Yeah, because I purchased that. I bought it. You could, you know. You, so my only thing was, you're going to get me one. So on your way home, if I have that one, you just stop and you get yours. And it's kind of the same thing. So if I get where's my US? Extra where's night, my Tulane gear? I got it's coming. You are such a liar. I, I the stuff I have with me is a uh, double XL. Do you, uh, can you wear double XL? I used to. I'll bring you a double XL shirt tomorrow. I mean, so you you, you clearly thought of me. When you went to two, so here's what happened. Mm-hmm. You know how it is to travel now, right? Oh yeah. So yeah. my family was coming back to Vegas. I went to Tampa mm-hmm. 
couldn't have all the extra bags. Because mm. one t-shirt is all the extra baggage? We were packed. Selfish. Hashtag selfish. That's what Sean is. Nightcap here on Visa. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare